You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Hi, it's Amy Newmark, and this week I'm presenting to you three of my favorite episodes about The Spirit of America, which is a book that we published a couple of years ago, but which Target has chosen to feature in this period heading up to the 4th of July. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's the 16th anniversary of 9-11 today, and we need to stop and think a bit. I talked to Anne Clark Van Hine on Friday. She lost her husband in 9-11, and I want to be respectful and really think about it today and not just go on with our days as if there was nothing that happened 16 years ago. One of the things that I'm noticing is the difference in our unity now versus then. Do you remember what it was like right after 9-11, how we were so united nationwide? We were one. We were noticing what was the same about us, not what was different. So today I want to share a couple of stories from our 2016 book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Spirit of America. These are stories about that unity that we felt right after 9-11. The first story is by Linda Wright, and it's called, appropriately, We Are One. Linda was a senior manager for a Fortune 500 company, and her job involved traveling all over the United States. And she says that the people she worked with in Los Angeles used to joke that something strange happened every time she went to Los Angeles on business. One time, the transit workers went on strike, and Southern California turned into one huge parking lot while she was there. Another time, the Oscar statues went missing and then miraculously reappeared in a dumpster found by a homeless man. So when Linda flew from Florida to California on Sunday, September 9th, 2001, she wondered what strange thing would happen this time. And sure enough, when she got there, they had just had an earthquake, a small one by L.A. standards, only a 4.2. That Tuesday morning, Linda was ready to head out of her hotel room at 6 a.m., since that was 9 a.m. back home, and she picked up the remote control to turn off the TV when a breaking news banner came on. It appeared that a small plane had flown into the World Trade Center. Linda sat back down to watch, and a moment later, she saw the second plane crashing into the other tower. After a while, not knowing what to do, she headed to the office. She knew they wouldn't be working, but she just wanted to be with other people. And at the office, everyone watched TV together, and the divisions between the departments disappeared, and everyone was crying and hugging, whether they knew each other or not. They made a prayer circle at the office the next day, and everyone gathered together. And with the airplanes grounded, Linda's trip was extended indefinitely. She went to the mall and bought some more clothes, but mostly she just stayed in her hotel room grieving. And then invitations began to come from all over. All her co-workers started taking care of her. 
She went to dinner, to the movies, out to lunch, to someone's family barbecue that weekend. Finally, after 10 days, she was able to fly home to Florida. And as she drove her car home, the song Proud to be an American by Lee Greenwood came on the radio. And she cried as she drove, and she concludes her story by saying, We are American, and we are one. The Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast continues straight ahead. Welcome back. I want to share another story from Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Spirit of America. This is by Lori Hine. Lori decided to do something rather fabulous the summer after 9-11. She decided to take her children on a 12,000-mile cross-country journey to reclaim America for her family. They'd be gone for the whole summer. They were going to drive the southern back road route from their Boston home to the Pacific and the northern route back. Lori and her kids kissed her husband goodbye and set off on their trip, eager to explore America's towns and confirm the strength and resolve of her people. The most enduring memories they made that summer were of the people they met, not the places they saw. People like Scotty, a Kentucky motel janitor who thoroughly applauded their journey and washed their van with the motel's hose. As they drove around, they found that people were asking them about other parts of the country and how folks were faring. That summer, the simple act of one family's trip across the nation was enough to unite the Americans they met. Lori and her kids were there, on the road, traveling freely, robbing terrorism of its ability to scare us. The people they met felt like they were taking the trip for them, touching the country's corners and middles and confirming that things were all right. Lori says it was like she and her kids, driving coast to coast, north and south, in their van, were a thread that was connecting the country as they rolled their way through 21 of the 50 states. And everyone they met wanted to know how everyone else was doing, because we were all together back then, united by the shock and the realization that we're all in this together. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for joining us today on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. If you want to read more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, the Spirit of America, go to the podcast section of our website, chickensoup.com. And royalties from the book, by the way, go to the Bob Woodruff Foundation, which helps veterans with their seen and unseen injuries. And please tell your friends and family members about the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. My handle is at Amy Newmark, and I'll post a link every day to the new episode. You can also subscribe to the podcast and have it automatically downloaded into your phone by going to Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever else you like to get your podcasts. And come back Wednesday, we're going to have a couple of new stories about new American citizens. And we're going to find out how one aspiring citizen in New York City passed his test for American citizenship by answering the question, what was the name of the first U.S. president with the following, George Washington Bridge, which was so funny that the examiner just had to pass him and give us our newest American. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.